the opioid crisis in Canada continues to claim lives right across the country. In Toronto, six people died from opiate overdose. Consumption sites for addicts that prompted the most heated exchange. Moratorium on safe injection sites and putting an end to three in this province. If he would lift that, given the crisis we're facing, here's what he had to say. Let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Hey, I saw I left kind of thing. Right. That they're now out on the streets, high on drugs, probably thinking about boosting or breaking into a car so they can get their pay for their next fix, um, it's only going to increase the drug trade. About safe injection sites rages on and deeply divides public opinion. Exactly how they actually work remains a mystery to many. North America is currently facing a national opioid crisis. The growing number of overdoses and death caused by opioids is a public health emergency. This is a complex health and social issue that requires a response that is comprehensive, collaborative, and evidence-based. Hello and welcome to the Social Networks of Power and Privilege. Today's topic of interest will be the implementation of safe injection sites in Canada, brought to you by Madeline Armstrong. The following research was guided by the question, why particular governments and communities do not address the current opioid addiction crisis as they would any other mental illness with detrimental effects, by providing extensive funding and facilities necessary to promote rehabilitation? Furthermore, if safe injection sites should be recognized as a mental health service as opposed to a state-funded shoot-up site. Safe injection sites are legally sanctioned facilities supervised by medical professionals where individuals are provided a sterile and inherently safe environment to consume illicit recreational drugs. These sites are staffed with medically certified nurses with clean injection equipment who can provide information on drug use, basic health care, overdose prevention, and treatment plans. Some facilities also carry social workers to provide on-site counselling and implement long-term rehabilitation programs. 11 cities Canada-wide have established these facilities in hopes of reducing the rate of drug-induced overdoses, the transmission of HIV and hepatitis C, and provide an opportunity for users to interact with medical and social professionals that can help them work towards rehabilitation. All research surrounding the implementation of these sites concludes the facilities are accessible and dynamic agents of mental health care, that promote addiction rehabilitation while decreasing the spread of disease and drug-related overdoses. However, the dominant narrative understood by many communities and governments suggests it is a crime to manage and maintain sites on which such drugs are used, arguing these facilities will normalize the use of recreational drugs. Many mainstream media sites report these facilities as state-sponsored shoot-up galleries, Ontario Premier Doug Ford goes as far as to halt the implementation of these facilities in the region for, quote, medical review. Critically speaking, we must acknowledge Ford as a businessman and perhaps one of the most notable negative influences of safe injection sites is its impact on surrounding businesses. Introducing a generally lower income population to the area is not good for profitable income. Furthermore, in June 2018, 
The Public Health Agency of Canada reported Canada has experienced an increase of 34% deaths linked to drug overdoses. There were approximately 3,987 deaths linked to the use of opioids in Canada. This is 11 lives lost per day. If these deaths were reflective of the flu or a common illness, the government would urgently work to resolve the crisis, as seen in 2003 when 44 people died of SARA, it was officially recognized as an epidemic. Ontario Health Minister Christine Elliott acknowledges overdose deaths as, quote, a serious concern, but refuses to publicly, publicly recognize this as a crisis, which clearly illustrates the marginalization of the addicted population. Drug, drug addiction is often acknowledged as a subcategory to mental illness. This could be reflective of the fact that research suggests the mental illness of substance use disorder is more prevalent in lower-income communities and that undereducated, unemployed, and disadvantaged individuals are more likely to face issues of addiction. According to the World Health Organization, the stigma it carries is a major cause of discrimination and oppression. Multiple studies illustrate the general public has negative attitudes towards those dealing with addiction. So society does not generally support insurance, housing, and employment policies that aid people dependent on drugs. Despite the numeric evidence that supports safe injection sites as a mental health program, opposition to the implementation of these facilities appears to be the dominant narrative among conservative governments and various communities. Individuals with high socioeconomic status, such as business owners and some politicians, stress the negative impacts of safe injection sites on surrounding businesses, the housing market, and the financial demand required to implement and staff these facilities. Given the stigma associated with drug use accepted by the general public, there is little political pressure on politicians to enact programs addressing addiction within the population. Debate over safe injection sites have primarily taken place between government officials, financial advisors, and local politicians. It's interesting to note the lack of insight available from the perspective of drug users, families, or social workers in the related field. From this, it is clear the prominent narrative surrounding safe injection sites is a reflection of the perspective of socioeconomic elites protecting their privilege. Individuals at the grassroots level who will be directly impacted impact by these sanctions are marginalized in the debate once again illustrating the all-too-common theme in Canadian society that is members of higher social, social class control the political conversation and decisions made in society. While conducting this research, it is important I make note of my personal privilege as an academic to have a voice in this debate with the ability to conduct educated research on the facilities.